are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now the key to understanding this, the virgin birth, is this, that God's Word is full of faith and spirit power. God spoke it. He transmitted the image to her. She received the image. She got the image inside her. She spoke it until faith came. Faith cometh by hearing. She immediately began to say what God said. And when she did, the angel left, said, man, this is going to work fine. (laughs) You know, I might as well go on because she's in agreement with it. Now, the embryo that was in Mary's womb was nothing more than the word of God. Now, that's why people get all confused in their head. They say it couldn't have happened biologically. They go at it biologically. It was both biological and spiritual. You see, she conceived the Word of God. Now, let me show you something. Somebody said, well, I don't see how that could happen. All right? First Peter, the first chapter, what is it, about verse 21 or somewhere along there. We'll not take time to look at it, write it down. You can find it there. He said, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed, which is the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. Now, what did he say? The word of God is alive. And it is a incorruptible seed. Now, let's bring something in here. The prophecy God said in Genesis 3, it's the seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. Now, you know, and medical science knows, the woman does not have a seed. The seed is carried by the male. The sperm is considered the seed carried by the male. But God said the seed of the woman, and God knew what he's talking about. What seed is he talking about when he said the seed of the woman? The seed of the Word of God. It's the incorruptible seed. Now, as you follow this line, she conceived the Word in her spirit. It manifests itself in her physical body. It was the incorruptible seed. Now, John 1, 14 says, And the Word was made flesh. Or one translation says, The Word took upon itself flesh. That proves to you that what was conceived in her was the Word of God. It was the seed of the woman. It was the seed the woman received. It was the seed that came from God. It was the Word of the living God. And it was conceived there, and it manifested itself in her physical body. Now, the Lord said something else to me. He said, now, any believer, and here's what I want you to get. Any believer that will receive my word concerning any promise in the New Testament that is for today, you see. Any believer that will receive my word conceiving in their heart the way that Mary conceived it, It will manifest itself in their physical bodies, in the form of healing. If it's a healing scripture, they're speaking and quoting. Eventually it will. You notice it didn't happen overnight to Mary. It was a process. And it was a time involved. See, and if you've got cancer and you're trying to confess the word of God to get enough faith to get healed, you may die before you get healed. Now, I'm going to say some things that haven't been said, but they need to be said. This is a process. Confessing God's Word is a process. It's a way of life. 
And when it's a life or death situation, you better best go to the doctor and go now. Instead of saying, well, I'm just going to start confessing the Word of God. If you hadn't been confessing it back there, you better go to the doctor. In fact, there's a lot of things that need to be said about that that we'll say further on. Because most people are not developed to that. But here's the point I'm getting at in this, and I want to conclude this thought. We'll talk about that some more. Confessing the Word of God is a process of building that into your spirit. And you continually do it. And then it will manifest itself. Now, he, said, he went on to say this. He said, any believer that will conceive my word concerning finances. Now, if you get a hold of this and learn that you conceive God's word concerning your finances, what God said about your finances. He said, give and it shall be given. When you give, then you start confessing, it is given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over men, given to my bosom. I have favor with God and men, and I sow bountifully. I reap bountifully, and my God makes all grace abound toward me, that I, having all sufficiency of all things, do abound to every good work. What are you doing with that? You're transmitting the image that God has of you into you. You're receiving the spirit of life for that promise. That promise has no life in the Word of God, in the book. It has no life. It'll not manifest itself. It has to get inside you when you speak it. That spirit life comes from that word and gets into you and causes that promise to be manifest in your life and in your real life situation out there. It'll cause the good deals to come your way. It'll cause things to happen to you that never would have happened if you didn't get that image inside you. Now, I'll tell you what. If you get a hold of that, it'll help you. He said, any believer that will conceive my word concerning the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking with other tongues, conceive it in their spirit and act upon it. It will manifest itself through the prayer language and in their spirit being. The Holy Spirit will come in there, but they have to conceive it. He said, that's the way salvation comes. That's the way divine healing comes. That's the way the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes. He says, that's the way all the promises of God are manifest." They have to be conceived in the Spirit. Everything. Now listen closely to what I'm going to say. Everything that you receive from God is going to come first into the human spirit. It is conceived. And what I like to say it this way, I think Brother Cho says it this way, and I picked up on it. I like it. It's conceived in the womb of the Spirit. The spirit man, or what the Bible calls the heart, is the conception center, or the reception center, we could say it both ways, of everything you receive from God. You have to receive God's words first on that subject. And then that word will bring spirit life to it. But it doesn't happen just because you heard it once. Just because you said 300 times, I've got a new car. You don't get a new car just because you said it 300 times. First, you've got to believe what you say and it'll come to pass. That may take weeks and months. Now, I'm saying some things that hadn't been said. The first stages of confessing God's Word is doing little more than causing faith to come. It's not any great creative ability when you first start confessing the Word of God and you say, Well, I confessed it three days. I don't understand why it didn't come to pass. You really hung in there, didn't you? Three whole days. <laughs> this is a way of life, folks. This is not a fad. This is not a formula. This is a way of life. You take that word which is filled with spirit power, the power of God, 
and you speak that word and that spirit life in that word gets inside you because your voice is picked up by your inner ear and fed directly into the human spirit. And when it gets in your heart in abundance, it gets in your mouth. And when it gets in your mouth, it gets back in your heart. So you see, the miraculous conception came the same way. And I'll tell you, now she, Mary was the only one that ever received a child that way. And we're not talking about somebody else receiving a child that way. We're talking about the promises of God. See, God gave that to her by promise. He's the only one promise that that promise was made to. But all of these promises in the Word of God, see, will come the same way. It has to be conceived. You have to receive it. And I want to say it again. Faith is the ability to conceive God's Word into the human spirit. And see, like I said, you don't always want to believe God. See, you have to make a decision to believe God. You don't just wake up some morning and say, I just feel like believing God today. (laughs) In fact, most mornings you wake up thinking, dear God, I wish I didn't have to believe that. I know it says that, but my, look what it looks like. I wish I didn't have to believe what God said. But see, you have to make a decision to do that. And in the face of apparent defeat, in the face of lack, in the face of things that look like it's not like God said it, in his word, that's why you should be saying it like he said it. God established it, see. God's word's already settled in heaven. You have to establish his word on the earth. And the circumstance says it this way. God says it this other way. And you're sitting there thinking, yeah, I've already given, but it's not given unto me. (laughs) Well, now, that doesn't agree with God, does it? But if you will say what God said over a period of time. See, here's the thing I want to stress, and you need to stress this wherever you preach or teach this, that it's not going to happen just because you say it. But saying it is involved in working it. It's a process. It takes time. It takes weeks. It takes months. You have to develop yourself in it. Because, frankly, it's not going to work unless you believe it. It's not work until you believe it. You have to say it and speak it. And it's not a mechanical thing. It's just a matter of being obedient to God's Word. You speak the abundance and speak abundance until faith comes. Until faith comes. And you don't do like some people said, Well, I'm going to be a faith man and I'm just going to confess the Word of God and I'm going to quit my job and live by faith. You're going to starve. I can tell you now. No, use your faith on your job. You don't just throw all good business sense aside. But you see, you take the Word of God, you build it into your spirit until it becomes something that you know, you know that you know, you know, you know that God's Word is true. And when that knowing hits you, then you're going to have a manifestation of it not far away. Now, the more highly developed you get in either fear or faith, the quicker the manifestation will come. Now, that'll explain to you why some of you have the problem you are. You're highly developed in your fear. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you, all of this week we have a CD offer number 7111. It's called The Righteousness, Which is a Faith. Single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Now, the Apostle Paul in Romans, the third chapter, makes a statement, There's none righteous, no, not one. 
but actually he's quoting an Old Testament scripture. Then in verse 19, he brings it into context. Now we know what things soever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. In other words, he tells you that under the old law there was none righteous. But then he goes on to teach righteousness which is by faith. Verse 21, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Then he goes on to say, to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and to justify them that believeth in Jesus. In other words, the righteousness today comes by faith. And that is what Jesus came to bring is righteousness through faith. Believing in the shed blood of Jesus to redeem us from all sin consciousness and deliver us from the powers of